before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Once again, to another edition of the Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. I'm your host, Ben Miller, hanging here with my fellow co host, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard, Hello. making us laugh as always. We got lots of stuff to talk about tonight. We got uh, Ron Paul news, and uh, we got a lot of police state news also. We are going to be taking your phone calls probably uh, pretty pretty immediately. We're going to be taking them. The, uh, the uh, call in number is 888 202 1984. That's 888-202-1984. And if you want to drop us an IM, the uh, screen name is Animal Farm Show, all one word. Um, and uh, we got some news coming up, man. Tony, what do, you, what do you have for us? Oh, my goodness, Ben. Well, this is actually the first time that I had to debate which article I wanted to read first because there were several <laughs> that, in <my> mind, <laughs> that in my mind really did uh, you know, come up as unbelievable. But this one had to take the cake, and I think you'll understand why. Report, New York City school handcuffed kindergartner over temper tantrum. This is on Friday. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> this, is, this is true. It's that a New York police and school officials are investigating a mother's allegations that her five-year-old son was handcuffed and taken to a hospital for psychiatric evaluation after throwing a temper tantrum in his queen's kindergarten. Oh, what? my goodness. Jasmina what? Vasquez tells the Daily News her son, Dennis Rivera, was scared to death by the January 17th incident at PS81. Police spokesman Paul Brown and City Education Department spokesman declined to discuss the specifics Thursday, saying the incident was under investigation. I, I would hope yeah. so. Vasquez says she and a babysitter raced to the school after a guidance counselor called her to say Dennis was being taken to a hospital. The babysitter says she found the 68-pound boy in handcuffs. Vasquez says the hospital evaluated and released the boy, who now is in private school. Ben, which I don't think is any surprise to anyone. But could yeah. you? I mean, could you just imagine? I don't have children, but I can only imagine what I would do if um, if this incident took place in uh, in the school. You know, of, of the choice that I picked, I can't even believe that they handcuffed a kindergartner. And you know, aren't temper tantrums? They got to be pretty common in kindergarten. I know that when I was all through school, Ben, I threw them probably once a week at least. I wasn't. A, I didn't really behave. Too well when I was in school. Um, nevertheless, and I think I was, I was telling you, Ben, that um, you know I read this and I, I, at first I couldn't believe it. You know, I, I was glad that I found it because I wanted to share this with people. That's one of the things for the record books. That's one of the things that uh, people in the future are going to look into the the past and see. Oh my gosh, man, they're they're handcuffing kids. These people are idiots. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> it's just, 
I'm almost ashamed to be a part of this uh, this uh, modern this modern day, but also I'm kind of proud in a lot of ways. But yeah. I mean, gosh, how how ridiculous do you? Have that? I, mean, I mean, it's unfathomable that, that that anybody would put handcuffs. How do you fit handcuffs on a kindergartner in the first place? Nevertheless, but it's it's hard to believe this is going on, and it's really even harder to believe that this is happening in New York City, just because you don't usually hear stuff like this. Yeah. And well, I guess it's the place to, for it to happen if it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, and so Ben, just just to just to kind of continue on this path, I was debating to read that article first as opposed to the other article that I had where two, <laughs> two this is this this actually made me angry before before you guys came to the studio tonight I was physically enraged by this um, two students expelled for kissing on South Carolina school bus now before I get into it some of you might remember early in our animal farm careers we, we had a show where like there, it's been so long I know it's been such a long time where there was a student I believe it was a middle school students several students I should say uh, females who were given detention for giving hugs now I thought that was like super yeah. in Nazi style Germany this to me I don't know it to me it's worse Columbia South Carolina, the families. Thank you, Krusty. The families of two Richland County high school students kicked out of school for kissing on a school bus are challenging a decision to expel the pair. An attorney said Tuesday. Now maybe it's best if I just play the clip because this came out of CNN and uh, it's gotten pretty decent attention. I can't get into no public schools in South Carolina. Expelled from school for kissing and necking with his girlfriend on the school bus is indicated in this official letter from Richland School District 2. It, it, it hurt me deeply. It, it really did. I was, I was shocked at what happened because I didn't think it would go this far to the point where I would be expelled from the district. But he's not a child who's been in trouble before. Mom Jody Free is also shocked at the severity of the punishment for violating the district's code of conduct for students, considering the range of possible penalties include temporarily being removed from class and in-school or out-of-school suspension. I said, you know, suspend them off the bus for a day or two or, you know, but for you to suspend them and then for you to recommend him for expulsion. I said, that's a little steep. Both Goiner and his girlfriend were expelled after administrators viewed video from the school bus camera, and Goiner accepts responsibility. I mean, I know I, was, I, know I did wrong for kissing. I know I was wrong for that, and I shouldn't have did that. Now this 11th grader can only reflect on the many certificates and awards he's received over the last three years at Blythewood High and only hope to attend a military academy in the immediate future. Right now, he's being homeschooled. What we have here is, uh, in my opinion, a, an overzealous uh, enforcement of a rule. Dominic's expulsion is for huh. the entire that school That was Gwyneth's attorney. His attorney, Russell Brown, has tried unsuccessfully to get the administration and school board to reverse their decision. The district refused our request for an on-camera interview, but did release this statement saying because of confidentiality concerns, they don't comment on disciplinary issues involving students, but they do stand firmly by any decisions made by administrators and the school board. All right, so there's a couple of there's a couple of different aspects to this, and I actually I, I kind of failed myself. I wanted to preface this article by asking you, the listeners, try to remember back when you were in 11th grade in high school, and maybe even late middle school, when you know things were changing just a little bit. You know, maybe you started looking at you know, the opposite sex a little bit differently in places. That, well, I don't want to get I don't want to go that route. <laughs> For good God, I mean, let's keep it somewhat clean. But the idea here is, that, you know. <laughs> these these two uh, students in particular, and if you look at them, and uh, they, you know they look like they you know they love each other. There's a couple of pictures on the walls there and whatnot, and so there's, there's a couple of aspects of this that I wanted to talk about. No, First I mean, off, 
No, you're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, well, Go the ahead. least of which is just the absurdity of tr to even thinking about expelling students yeah. for kissing. Now, look, crazy. They, weren't, about to fire off. they weren't having sex on the bus. Mm -hmm. You know, if they were doing that, I think it's a different story altogether. And any kind of, you know, insanely sexual act, fine. Yeah. There's the idea that we are now punishing students for showing affection. Mm -hmm. That's the first aspect. Then, uh, which, which you may not even realize, but this was all the result of the cameras on the bus. Mm. We talked about this last week, Ben. Indeed. And, and the week before that, we talked about all this new le legislation and all these... Yep. All these district uh, people of the schools are trying to get these cameras in the schools. Why? Well, the excuse was we have to protect children. We have to improve the bus safety and the yep. bus routes. Well, I don't know how this came up because these two kids were kissing. Yeah. So there's that aspect. Um, and then the third aspect for me is, you know, again, what message are we trying to send here? What is the old, old, you know, underlying message? And for you, the listeners, and if you do have children or not, uh, the question I would ask is, you know, is this the kind of thing that would set you off if you were a parent or, or if you are a parent? Is this the kind of thing that if it happened to your child or to your teenager, would you start taking, you know, immediate action now? I mean, does this not open your eyes, Ben? So go ahead. Oh, just, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. And this is the thing, you know, you're, you're growing older, your hormones are raging, you got a, you know, got a hot girlfriend, you want to make out with her in the back of the bus. It's, you know, I, I've been there, you've been there, Tony, you know, and, and, and it's completely natural, it's completely normal, and here they are taking something once again that's completely natural, completely normal, hormones raging, insides, it's very natural, you're kissing a girl on a it turns out that it's unnatural and they and you're on the bus so you're not allowed to do it and they're taking something that's very natural yeah. turning it into a crime and and expelling this yeah. from school i mean it's it's well, that's one of the aspects I'm saying here. I mean, the bottom line is that, you know, and again, look, if the school wants to say, okay, we don't want this happening on buses, I can understand completely. Listen, you don't want to encourage that because then that can lead to other things. Listen, we know what happens. But the fact of the matter is these students are, have been expelled. It's not in the works. Yeah. It's not being heard. They have been expelled for the rest of the school year. Well, let's go over it. Because of kissing on a school bus. I know. And, and the result of it was because they were caught on camera. I know. And and, and but but seriously, I mean, we're we're not very old. We're we're whippersnappers. We're pretty young. Yep. How how long ago was it when when you were in high school? And when you were in high school, would this have caused you to get expelled? Because I oh, know at my high never. school, there's not a chance in hell this would have caused us. Maybe we'd have, we would have gotten detention. Maybe possibly not. Probably not. Teacher probably would have been like, hey. Break it up, you two. You well, know, yeah, the fact of the matter is, and this act, something similar to, to uh, actually happened to me. You know, we went on school trips, and the teacher would always look back and make sure everybody's behaving on the bus. Of course, that's kind of their job, making sure the kids are safe and whatnot. Uh, but first of all, Ben, to answer your question, it wouldn't happen because we didn't have cameras in the buses back then. Yeah. Um, well, I had, I had a camera on my bus back Did you really? Then. Yeah. It wasn't I recording, didn't. but it was, it was for the driver to be able to see everybody. Um, but our driver was smoking cigarettes. While he was <laughs> it was quite a different day back then. Yeah. Um, oh my God! I don't know. Yeah, that's whole ten years ago. I, Come on. I went to a Catholic high school then, and listen, they were very strict about almost every single thing. And and you know they gave us attention. You come into school late, you get attention. Never, never, if they caught me kissing a girl on a bus, would they expel me? It's just unbelievable. And I don't, I don't understand what the the point of it is. And I'd love to get someone on the phone, but. Well, be that as it may. Oh yes, I read about that in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so those were at least you know for what it's worth. And I have plenty more. I mean you know uh, well let's let's just jump in one more just to kind of top it as a triage. <laughs> a, a human tongue accidentally served up in a hospital. Oh. And this was all. This is also in the mix, Ben. I was like playing. Yeah, that's a somewhat relevant I was, transition. I was flipping. 
Oh, sh- <laughs> Hillary, not shut up, Hillary. Human tongue has been served up in a hospital canteen's chicken risotto, and bosses reckon it was accidentally dropped onto the floor by a doctor. Oh I don't know how those two things happen. Slovenian officials are investigating after a doctor complained about a strange piece of meat on his plate. Strange <laughs> piece of meat. Just poetic justice that the, the doctor got it on his plate, not a patient, thank goodness, anyway. Anova, Anova.com, and A-N-A-N-O-V-A.com, I should say that, revealed the doctor insisted it was not chicken, and after some intense bickering, it was sent away for tests and found to be part of a human tongue. Whoops. Wow. Inspectors have closed the canteen in Izola, southern Slovenia, to review hygiene standards. I think that's uh, an understatement. Uh, Just just to bring a little humor, we're trying to loosen up. And and to transition from that, (laughs) while people are eating real crap out there, I have an article right here. All right, go ahead. They have now, we are at the lowest point of humanity ever in the history of the world. Go ahead, tell me. The article is... Cheeseburger in a can. No. <laughs> they have now yeah. created a cheeseburger in a can. <laughs> this article is from gizmodo.com, and uh, that, the, the writing is actually very fun. This is a cheeseburger in a can. It's a cheeseburger in a can. I honestly can't figure out how I feel about this. It is the greatest achievement of mankind thus far, or is it an abomination of foodstuffs that deserve to be hucked back into the gaping maw of whatever food processing plant it's spewed from? Well, that's, yeah, there's the question. I mean, you know, spam has been, uh, of course, we're talking about the meat spam has been, you know, criticized forever. And, you know, it's, it's always been the laughing stock, yet it still remained on the shelf. And, and to this day, it does remain. I don't know. slice of beef last night. <laughs> there you go, George. <laughs> and I think the thing that maybe bugs me out the most, Ben, or maybe, I don't know, grosses me out the most is that, the bread's included. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, look, if, if it's just like, here, here's five patties in a can. Okay, fine. You know, if you're really that lazy, you can't even cook the damn meat. So now if you're, if you're one of those nutballs, or, or I shouldn't even say nutballs, uh, if you're one of those smart people with a bomb shelter and a bunch of canned goods and, and you're preparing yourself, mm-hmm. you're not a nutball. You're actually yeah. smart. But now you can also have cheeseburgers in your in your uh, storage. So if you want to... If you want to just buy the yeah. locusts, <laughs> well, you listen, folks. To hold you over. I'm sure many of you heard the advertisements on GCN, and we, the people, you know, time to stock up food because who knows what's coming up. And hey, maybe maybe this is the greatest thing that's uh, that's going on these days. Maybe but it's a maybe it's a reason for a. Fat, stupid Americans to stock up on some food. I don't know, man. Mamma mia, that's the spicy meatball. <laughs> well, look, I mean, all these things said, you know, we started off with some good articles, and again, some of them are humorous, some of them are really embarrassing. I think probably more the latter. And one thing I did want to add, Ben, we have a lot of articles tonight. It's really going to be kind of an open lines night for all of you guys. We don't have any guests. We really want you to call in 888-202-1984. But before we do move on, Ben, I mean, so many times these these past couple of weeks and especially in the last couple of days, I'm just sitting here literally just shaking my head. <laughs> I, I almost want to give up because I'm the stuff that I'm reading and the you know the pieces of my own mental puzzle that I'm trying to put together given the information that I've seen and read past couple of weeks, past couple of years. It just it, it just amazes me and I just I look around and I'm just saying wow we are doomed and I don't want to give that impression because I don't I don't really believe that but it is. Well, so there is the point of holy crap it's getting worse. Yeah, and things if everybody really didn't get off their ass right now and start start doing something. I mean, we're we're in a lot of trouble as it is, but yeah. you know, if if you don't get off your ass, and I mean you, you listening right now, <laughs> I'm speaking to you yeah. right now. Get off your ass and really, really do something. Right. Read some news articles. At least become informed. 
And if you get if you if you become informed, then you may be more likely to do something. But at least become informed. You know? Yeah, and and perhaps the most important uh, part of what we just went over, as far as those articles and those stories, uh, the thing that really struck me the most is when the student in the expulsion case was saying, you know, look, I know I shouldn't have been doing that. I was wrong to kiss her. Yeah. And you know, and so much of what we talk no. about is mental control. In fact, almost everything we talk about has something to do with controlling thought. Yeah. I'm right. I'm wrong. Please forgive right. me. And you said it, too. I think you said it first, Ben. And it was way back when we talked about the hugging for detention article. And then you were saying, look, they're training them to think that affection is wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and who knows what else. Maybe they're teaching them that war is right. But affection is definitely discouraged. And um, it's punishable. And that's, that's, to me, that really gets me crazy. And I know it has. There was, was nothing like that when I went to school, Ben. Look, children are going to act a certain way. They're going to do silly things that they don't understand. Uh, but now we're throwing handcuffs on them and treating them like they're prisoners in jail and i think that the mental effects on that i have no idea because obviously it never happened to me ben and i got in a lot of trouble but i was never i've never been handcuffed hopefully yeah. i can maintain that record as long as possible uh even with this show going on but nevertheless we are coming up against a break folks a lot of news animal farm radio show on we the people radio network stay tuned we'll be right back yes It's progressing. It's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives. We are entering martial law. Clearly, America has all the signs. There is no time like the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an Infobomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to survivemartiallaw.com. That's survivemartiallaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Great host. Great topics. Free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. All right, folks. You're back to listen to Adam Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. We did a boo boo. <laughs> the phone lines are off. I'm very sorry for that. And we get no, they're we get on. The We're yet. lying. They're on. <laughs> well, the toll free number to call in eight eight eight. 202-1984. That's 888-202-1984. Or if you have unlimited long distance, use 512-646-1984. And also, if you're shy and you don't want to go on the air, drop us an IM. Absolutely. Our, uh, our IM name is uh, is Animal Farm Show. One word. So uh, feel free to do that if you'd like. Yeah. And uh, just like always, folks, we really appreciate the support. We've gotten some great emails and some great um you know, people calling in and also emailing us and messaging us and just giving us some pointers and some tips, sending us some information regarding articles. It's really great, folks, and we really encourage you to do so. Uh, AnimalFarmShow.com, obviously the website. Just, uh, you know, we want you to get involved. We're doing this to to build up a community and just try to get people informed about what's going on. Yeah, uh, and I want to, I want to, you know, give a, a shout out to Mark who dropped us like. You know, he must have dropped us maybe 10, <laughs> 10 emails on our first show. Thank you. He's given us tons of information, and we, we are going to use that, Mark. Thank you very much for doing that. Yeah. Uh, you are the man. Yeah, we've, we've actually had some really good callers in the short time we've been here. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, this is our third show, but we've gotten some great calls and hopefully a lot more. So, uh, again, folks, open lines type of uh, stuff going on tonight. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to jump around. Um, ben, did you want to talk about the somewhat good news now? Giuliani obviously dropped out. Un- unfortunately, mm-hmm. he is endorsing McCain. So, like I said to you before the show, Ben, I could just see the ticket. I could just see no. the bo- <laughs> <laughs> I could just see the sticker on people's cars. McCain. Rudy. Oh my god. Oh god. I mean you want to talk about World War five and six and eight. Oh my goodness. Well anyway, we uh you know, it, it is what it is, folks. We all saw it coming. Ron Paul did you know, uh obviously Ron Paul did call it. He said Julian would drop out and it's no surprise to me. He was yeah. failing miserably and obviously Florida the guy was, was a fool everywhere. Well it was a catastrophe and I think like we were talking about so often, Ben, with the firefighters from New York and all the people against Juliana, never mind that. The fact of the matter is he put all his eggs in one basket, the Florida thing didn't work out it was a catastrophe and let's just be honest he had nothing to offer and i gotta tell you look and we talk about polishing turds and all that stuff man but I, and i'm a, i despise william crystal maybe more than anybody on fox news but william crystal actually make, made a really good point oh my god uh, listen ben he did i i i try to be i try to be an honest man here but william crystal was making a really a lot of good points actually but on giuliani he was saying look not for nothing giuliani's a you know a good politician always thinks he's a big fan of him but Giuliani didn't really 
didn't say he was going to do anything. All he did was kept saying how great he's been in the past. Yeah. Oh, I'm tested. I'm ready. I'm, you know, I'm ready to go. I've, I, I've went through 9/11, and so I, you know, very foolishly, but nevertheless, uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, so that be, that being said, Giuliani's obviously out now. Jonathan Edwards obviously is out as well. I don't yes. know if he's going to endorse. We don't really know. I don't see that happening. But the field is narrowing, Ben. And unfortunately, the the bad news, along with the good news of Giuliani dropping out, is that Ron Paul obviously came in dead last. And uh, I can't tell you folks how many newspapers I read today where Ron Paul wasn't even mentioned in the race, as as if as if he had already dropped out. Yeah. They didn't even put him in because he only got three percent. But it's it's miserable. Yeah, Nevertheless, uh, Dave in Connecticut. Yeah, Dave in Connecticut, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing, guys? Great show. How's it going, Dave? Thanks. Good. I'm just calling in response to that um, that issue with those kids kissing on the on the bus and being expelled. Uh, okay. We had a similar we had a similar experience in Connecticut where a, a young kid was he actually depanted a girl on the bus. What did he do to the girl? I'm sorry. Say again. He he, he depanted. He like, pulled her pants down. Oh my goodness! Okay, baby. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was caught on the. It was actually caught on the camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kid was only. Uh, he was kicked off the bus for a month. Okay. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. And I think I was just interested that, that this is getting into a big, uh, um, you know, the violation where at least kissing, uh, showing the reflection, you know, one thing maybe against the school policy, but I don't think it warrants an expulsion, as opposed to. Even amongst the, even amongst the establishment, there's a disconnect as to what the punishment should be. I think. Absolutely. Dave, I mean, what do you think? Yes. Do you think, do you think this is a, a, a honest to God attempt to really just condone all types of, of affection towards one another? I mean, what do you? I mean, what type of example do you think that the the teachers were uh, trying to set here? I, I, I don't know. Maybe you know, zero tolerance, I guess. But I, I think they took it to an extreme that they didn't have to. And you know, you guys got it right as far as. Yeah, well, yeah. I, thank you for saying it, Dave, because I was going to say it, but I didn't, you know, I, I, I actually forgot to use that cliche, and it's very powerful, and I think no matter what, I think no matter how you look at the situation, the obvious thing is, yes, this, this punishment is ridiculous. It's way over the top. Thank you for the call, Dave, by the way, but the, the fact of the matter is, yeah, we're teaching our children and our kids in these schools that, yes, war is fine, but God forbid you should try to kiss someone or show affection. That's not cool. Um, and, you know. Sexual content seems to upset you, but violent content seems to be all right that's kind of like the bible <laughs> not a lot of sex a whole lot of violence well, you know listen that's absolutely correct uh, henry rollins folks uh big applause round of applause thank you henry rollins said it best uh once again dave thanks for the call and it's a good point and yeah i mean look the punishment is ridiculous but i think no matter what the purpose you know, let's get off the conspiracy side let's forget about all the mind control machine okay never mind that for a second never mind that. let's just talk plain english black and white this is going to have an effect. Other students are going to get the message here. And anything that happens in this regard, it does give the message off to other students. And again, no matter how, if it's intended or not, we are teaching our children to be um, slaves in a lot of way. And, you know, everything's got to be punishable now. So, nevertheless, Mike in California, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, what's going on, guys? Mike, uh, how are you? Uh, I saw, I don't know if you guys seen this, uh, that new show with Katie Couric last night. And uh, they were asking all the candidates, except for Ron Paul, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, what book would they take with them if they could only have one book? What book would they have other than the Bible? Uh-oh. And uh, there were some interesting ones, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, like, you know, John Edwards, I think he had Socrates or something like that. But okay. uh, the funny one is Giuliani says the Federalist Papers, 
Oh, <laughs> boy. I thought he would have said Machiavelli. <laughs> exactly. Or Mein Kampf. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, and then oh, wow. get the kicker here. Okay. Hillary gives the same exact answer, the Federalist Papers. Oh, oh God. boy. Well, just goes to show. You know, twice. <laughs> and then count, you know, the Federalist Papers and the Constitution and whatnot. Wow. I think that's the Ron Paul thing catching on. Everybody's seeing how much Ron Paul's getting it, and it's all because he uh, goes for the Well, you know, it, w it wasn't too long when, uh, you know, ago when uh, Mike Huckabee was talking about revolution and stuff. I mean, they're they're stealing, they're looking how yeah. much money he gets raised, and they're stealing all his lines left and right. I mean, it's... He's evil! Yeah, I think mean, no doubt. I think the, the other bottom line here, folks, is that, uh, you know, the, the attacks on Ron Paul seem to have come to a... A slow, I mean, if you will, I mean, they're really not attacking him so much, but they are ignoring him, and I think they're going way out of their way to ignore him. I mean, the guy is not really leading in the polls at all in any possible way. He had this, yeah. a couple of second-place victories, and, and uh, you know, I mean, yeah, he, he did, he's doing relatively well, but look, um, thanks for the call there, Mike. But, the, yeah, I mean, I, I just the New York Post today, I opened the New York Post, and the first five pages, it's all, uh, a couple, aside from a couple of stories, it's a lot of politics, uh, Ben, and they have the chart, you know, the this infamous CNN pie chart thing. Paul's not even on the chart, Ben, as if he's already uh, ducked out of the race. So it just really, I just want to, I get really upset. I get, it really angers me that, you know, they're not even mentioning his name. And then I even had a talk with my mother. Uh, we were driving the car today, and she's like, you know, well, why doesn't Ron Paul get advertising space? Why doesn't, I'm like, mother, you, you got to understand, they're not talking about him, even with all the advertising that he can buy. Yeah. The, the bottom line is, you know, you have four or five major, major, major news networks. You got the Fox, you got CNBC, you got CNN and MSNBC and, and whatnot. And they just don't, they pretend he's not even running for president. Most people, and why this is so important, Ben, and just preaching to the choir even more, is that most people who hear Ron Paul talk and, and listen to his ideals and his principles, it's, it's a no-brainer for a lot of Americans to vote or want to vote for him because it just makes sense. Yep. But um, that's just my opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, it's funny, you know, before we go to a break here, I got uh, an I am from somebody that said, I was eating a chicken salad when I heard the t tongue story. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> uh, folks, we talked about the, you know, a couple shows ago, we talked about the, uh, oh, we have a break coming up, but we'll get back to the food issue when we get back. Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Stay tuned. We shall return. You know, you, 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 yeah, I, I really, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm serious. Dr. Paul is exactly the kind of president we need. Although the president is the commander-in-chief, he doesn't declare war. Under the Constitution, only the House of Representatives can declare war. We've never declared a war since World War II. And we've never won a war since World War II. I was drafted. I was sent to South Vietnam. The Americans were involved right in the middle of the Civil War. Very similar to where we are in Iraq. There was no peace until we were defeated and there was no honor. We preemptively, aggressively invaded a sovereign foreign state. Our military is supposed to be defensive. But it's not all for defense. Some of it's for offense. Some of it's for things that end up making us uh, hated throughout the world. We have embarked on things never intended by the founding fathers. They said, don't get involved in the internal affairs of other nations. Don't become the policemen of the world. We should keep ourselves free and unfettered from these entangling alliances in which we become the unwitting servant of other countries and other kings. It's progressing. 
It's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives. We are entering martial law. Clearly, America has all the signs. There is no time left the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an Infobomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to SurviveMartialLaw.com. That's SurviveMartialLaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Um, we the People Radio Network. Ben Miller, I am Tony Pax, your host, along with Pius. We're all here. Yes. Here for you. Um, we finished up on that point. I got cut off a little prematurely, but we, we were talking about the food issue. You know, we got the hamburger and the cans, and we got the tongue being served as, I guess, chicken risotto in the hospital. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about last, you know, last week we talked about the, the cloned animals and how they've already been in the food supply, and there's no way of tracking them, and all these horror stories that, uh-huh. you know, you can't even imagine coming out of a Stephen King novel, but nevertheless, they're happening, folks. And we appreciate your patience. Um, once again, lots of news tonight. There's a lot of sad stories that are going to come out we're going to talk about we try to keep things at a somewhat happy level ben but unfortunately we got the fema trailers now and those i mean the people in it's 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 amazing to me that to this day they're still not getting the help that they need but on top of all the problems that fema's already uh given to Mm -hmm. the folks um well i mean new orleans as a a preamble to that you know i have a friend uh, uh a doctor actually who went down there to help uh, some of the poor people and rebuild houses and stuff like that and the organization that she went down there for habitat for uh, humanity, started easing her people away from from the uh, poor neighborhoods, which she was trying to go down there to help, and started putting them into the richer neighborhoods right. and helping the rich people. So the poor people are really getting screwed here, and she really she she got frustrated and she said, "I'm not going to go down there anymore because." Yeah. They're, they're trying to edge us away from the people that need the help most. Right. What I was trying to get out just a second ago was, I mean, all the 
the the havoc that FEMA has already uh, given to the people of New Orleans, uh, it, it just gets worse now. We have the FEMA trailers that they, I guess they, they brought so many out there, they couldn't, now they're selling them to people now because they brought a surplus. And uh, there's formaldehyde all over the wood, and yeah. people are getting sick, and it's just unbelievable. But nevertheless, we got uh, pretty loaded lines, folks. Like I said, open lines, Ernie in Indiana, Carl, Montreal. There's a familiar face. Just stay tuned. We will get to your phone calls when we return. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Radio show on We the People Radio Network. All right, folks, we're back. It was the Animal Farm here on the We People Radio Network. We are taking calls right now. We have Ernie from Indiana. Ernie, you're on the air. Hey, we're talking about food tonight. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, first I got to throw out some quick props. This is Ernie. A.K.A. Guy Fox, A.K.A. Thin Man. Okay. Hello. Everybody <laughs> out in Placer County knows who I am. All right. What's up, Ernie? Okay. Food. Give him a round of applause, Hold on, Ernie. Give him a round of applause, Pike. Give him something to to have there. No, I I used to be on I used to be on the air in Sacramento with Jeff Metcalf. Oh, great. Nineties. Excellent. When we well, were welcome. when we were trying to figure out this whole Clinton thing. Hmm. So I welcome to the Animal Farm. Okay. Food. Yes. We we're living inside of a factory system. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're familiar with the whole Manhattan military district, uranium, uranium fluoride. In order to get to, in order to make a few pounds of uranium, it takes thousands and thousands of pounds of fluoride. And what are they going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's gone all through our our factory food chain, to our municipal. It's, it's not really so much a commie plot. This is a capitalist plot. And what's okay. the what's the what do you think the purpose is? Yes. The the purpose is 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 they're chasing after money, figures, okay. facts. Mm-hmm. They're scientific about this. This is not tempered by by the human heart. This is all done with with pure reason. So when you talk about aspartame and you know their their scientific way about going about doing things, uh, it's, where it's, does it's, where does aspartame fit into that? It can't be good because it's synthetic. It's not a product of nature. We're we're products of nature. We're we're products of tens of thousands of years of natural processes. And here mm-hmm. in the last hundred years, they're they're trying to 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 change all that. It's impossible. It can only yeah. cause trouble. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the two questions I have is exactly well, 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 what fluoride. Number one, they they've been dumping fluoride in the water system. Women with right. osteoporosis. That's a sign of fluoridosis. I had yeah, yellow yeah. teeth. I was raised up on fluoridated water. I'm 40 years it's, old. It's I got yellow teeth. Forever, so they're selling the floor, the fluorinated water on the shelf, Ernie. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they you, you can buy. Yeah, it's they're it's selling nicotinated water. They're selling caffeinated water. They're selling water with vitamins in it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense. And I think the reason why they're able to listen to what George Gordon has to say. We have to we have to follow the Amish way. It has to go back to nature. It's, well, it's got you know, Jeffersonian. 
If it's uh, I mean if, I, if it's Jeffersonian, that's that's reason tempered by the heart, rather than Alexandrian, which is which is pure reason. It's industry, it's capital, it's finance, it's betting on a future based on a guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, Arnie, I, I agree with you 100%, and, and thanks for the call again. I mean, we have so much tonight just to talk about in that realm, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and I think, I think that, you well, know, man. Fluoride, that in awesome. the, fluoride in the water and, and, and our food supply and what's going on there is such an important part of what we're dealing with today because, I mean, that's, it, that affects our bodies. That affects our minds. That, that affects the way that we think, and I'm so glad that it's, uh, it's rising to the forefront, especially the fluoride things has just blown up in the past month. Uh, ben Hammond, I can't even tell you how many times I've tried just to explain to people, my family, my friends, people just around that I know about that's aspartame. so massive just, that just, they can't believe that that could possibly be a bad thing. But, like, a lot of times, Ben, when I try to speak to someone, and I know that they're not exactly, they don't research things, you know, they're not looking for the problems. You know, I'll just bring up aspartame and say, you know, that diet soda's got this thing, aspartame, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. It was introduced in the 80s, Rumso was behind it, all these things, and there's a lot of controversy about it. There's actually documentaries made about the substance itself and that it's not actually very healthy. It's an artificial sweetener yeah. that has you know, possible links to cancer and brain tumors. And, and, and the defense goes yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the funny thing is these people argue about this and they have no idea what they're talking about. And they're arguing, nah, that's ridiculous. And meanwhile, they'll come back to me weeks later and say, yeah, you know what? I was telling my whole family the same thing. Don't touch it. It's not good for you. And we do have a story about Hawaii is actually going to possibly pass legislation to ban the substance, but before we talk about that, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to get to some other calls, and I also want to read this, which seems uh, very uh, likely to uh, affect more discussion. Cancer-causing benzene is still in drinks out of Mercola.com, mm-hmm. uh, January 29th, <laughs> uh, yesterday. Nearly one out of ten of 200 beverage samples analyzed in a recent study by the EPA and FDA still had benzene levels above the, above the U.S. EPA drinking water limit of five parts per billion. Many manufacturers have reformulated their products to minimize or eliminate benzene. In these reformulated products, benzene levels were 1.1 ppb, or again, parts per billion, or less. About 71% of beverage samples contained less than 1 ppb. Benzene can form in beverages that contain the preservative benzodote, or benzote, I should say, salt and absorbic acid, vitamin C. Beverages were reformulated in the early 1990s to avoid benzene formation, but it has recurred in recent years because new manufacturers were unaware of the problem and added vitamin C to drinks. So, mm-hmm. and again, man, this is just one of hundreds of articles in the last month that I have. But we're going to talk about more, more on this topic later. Hi, you're thirsty. Once again, thanks, Ernie, for the call. And Carl in Montreal, our good friend Carl, how's it going, buddy? Okay. Um, yeah, I like what you're talking about. Um, I don't use anything um, like fluoride in toothpaste or anything. I, I've known about it for some time, and that's why. I mean, I use baking soda or something else, you know, for you know for toothpaste. Um, what I was talking about. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was um, what you said about Ron Paul and how the media seems to ignore him. Well, I believe what we should do is just basically keep on doing what we're doing and just don't even act like they're not even ignoring us, you know. Just ignore them because they're ignoring us and just go about our business and just get the news out to the people one by one, going around, parking around neighborhoods, going out in groups of two and maybe knocking on doors and handing out freedom to fascism videos, going around different neighborhoods, go to the local mall, grocery store, and just 
talk to everyone you can. You're, you're totally right, Carl. You hit the nail on the head, man. We have to ignore them. They're ignoring us. We have to ignore them. We have to continue to do what we're doing. You're totally right, man. You are totally 1,000% right. And uh, we're giving them tons of numbers. And, and the fact that the media is ignoring them is giving them more attention because now people are saying, holy crap, the media is so controlled. Here's this guy, Ron Paul, has gotten more contribu contributions than any of the Republican candidates. And he's, he's out there and he's getting the lowest amount of uh, recognition on television. They're literally just ignoring everything that he says. And, uh, and, and it's really just exposing the media for who they are, putting eggs on their faces. I think you're totally right, Carl. We have to ignore uh, that. You're right. Going. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Yeah, all right. Well, Carl, now, I mean, like, like we said before, they, the, uh, they're ignoring him, and they're doing more than that. So they're attacking or ignoring, and it's, it's unbelievable. And if any other candidates ever achieved this, they'd be, they'd be the poster boy. They'd be, you know, praised. But yeah. Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People, folks, we, we shall return. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, in herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, one 877 928-8822. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, gulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The option
optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Folks, you're back. You're listening to the Adam Farm on the We the People Radio Network. Thank you, Carl, Ronnie, and Dave for the calls. Phone number to call in is 888-202-1984. Or if you uh, have unlimited long distance, call in using 512-646-1984. Also, if you don't want to call in, the IM name, and it is AOL Instant Messenger, is Animal Farm Show, all one word. That's Animal Farm Show, all one word. That's our screen name. Give us a call in. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, great, great stuff. I mean, folks are really responsive, and you know, I think maybe the the bottom line here, folks, is that you know we're preaching to the choir. A lot of these callers know more than we do, and we all know what has to get done. A lot of times, just not don't know how to do it. I mean, yeah, we we need to get Ron Paul in the mainstream. How do you do it? Well, yeah. they're, they're owned by Rupert Murdoch in a lot of senses, so I don't know how to get this done. And I, you know, it, it angers me that Ron Paul's not being included because at least you give him a fair chance. Yeah. And then, another thing too, Ben, I don't want to get too deep into it, but a lot of the uh, the stories coming out of Florida and, of course, New Hampshire and all the stories about the voter fraud, South Carolina. Oh, you know, every time now that there's a primary or something and you hear, uh, well, the, the machines weren't turned on or there's some kind of problem with the ballots, uh, the bottom line, folks, we have to get these electronic voting machines out immediately. Yeah. I mean, we're right now, back. yesterday, maybe uh, four years ago, five years ago. It's, it's, it's unbelievable and uh, it's unacceptable. And like I said last show, there's really, in my opinion, there's no place for electronic ballots right now. Not in the world we live in, where so so many things can no. be manipulated so easily when it comes to computers, especially. Yeah, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's nuts. I mean, the notion that that uh, you know we're in this sort of um, better age where we're able to handle technology better and we're we're able to handle you know, a large amount of information gathering uh, better, and but we can't handle our voting system. We're handling it worse than we used to be able to do before the computer age, and uh, that's that's not by accident. No, and, 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 and like I always say, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much a geek. I love computers. I've always been uh, around computers, and I, I've always viewed technology as a double-edged sword, or potentially it, it can be a double-edged sword. It can always work for or against. And why is it important? Well, Ron Paul is running for president. someone that we, especially people on this network and listeners, we really like him, and we really want yes. to see him have the chance that he deserves as a presidential, uh, presidential candidate. And we know that there's something fishy going on with these ballots, and we know that if there's any chance to manipulate mm-hmm. them, they will. But I know yeah. we're... We're, we're we're going way off. Well, they, they called them they called them red-handed in New Jersey doing it. Yeah, um, and, you know. and, and and I mean it's just so bad that it happens in so many places that you really can't uh, you can't really cover it all uh, if you're talking about a national show like we have and and you know I mean you really just got to get local and you got to get active in your own communities to make sure that's not happening there. I mean it's 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 a scary thing when you lose the power to even vote. You know I mean I've always said that voting isn't really enough in my opinion. We're at the state right now where where things are so bad that you can't just go in and vote for somebody. You can't just watch CNN, turn on MSNBC, then make your decision and go in and vote for somebody. Things are so bad that these news organizations are co-opting your opinion and they're co-opting your your way of thought, and, and they're not even letting you think about the alternatives out there. They're hijacking your reason. Oh, Absolutely. Right, well, yeah. Beautiful, isn't she? <laughs> 
<laughs> but we have to work hard to keep her that way. How do we do that, you ask? <laughs> Voting. Yes, we absolutely do. <laughs> yes, bye. Thank you. Thank you for that. And, uh, you know, I don't have to tell you folks, but if there's anything that really begs for uh, a revolution plus, uh, it, it comes in. If it, there's nothing else, it comes down to voting. If our voting machines, if, if votes are not counting and our voting system is flawed, which I think it's pretty obvious that it is for at least the last 20 years, um, yes. we really need to fix it immediately. Just another, one other problem. Anyway, uh, I want to stick on the health thing. We got some good calls. Once again, 888-202-1984 is the number. But finally, Ben, I mean, like I said, I've talked to a lot of people about aspartame. I avoid it like the plague. And one thing that I've noticed over the last two, three years is that even the sugar gum now, has aspartame and I will challenge everybody I will challenge anybody listening to this show and please email us with a picture of it if you can prove and if you can show me uh, I challenge you to find any chewing gum sugarless or sugar that does not include aspartame I'll give you one which is big red but it's got some other stuff in it that's not too good for you but nevertheless uh, aspartame is an artificial sweetener it's just like Splenda and all the other stuff you know and I, I believe it's an equal and NutraSweet and all that um, so it really has no being, has no place to be put into bubblicious and bubble yum and all the gums that we used to chew when we were young. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it is in those gums now. If you don't believe me, just go to your local gas station or supermarket and look at the gums. Eclipse has it. Orbit has it. All these gums have it now. But nevertheless, Bill calls for sugar substitute ban out of Hawaii. Uh, many popular foods and drinks would be pulled from store shelves under a bill in the state legislature to ban the sweetener aspartame. And there actually is a full um, you know, report on this, so I want to play it for all of you. Many popular foods and drinks would be pulled from store shelves under a bill in the state legislature to ban the sweetener aspartame. Gina Mangieri reports. Gina? Joe, while the FDA and many doctors say it's safe, a growing contingent of consumers thinks the additive is dangerous, if not deadly, and one lawmaker is bringing the debate to the Capitol. Diet soda, for many, a daily staple. But is what's inside hurting us? Some consumers are organizing against the sweetener aspartame that's found in numerous drinks and snacks. Critics say it's been linked to 92 symptoms and several deaths. This Hawaii lawmaker heard concerns from dozens of her own constituents with conditions they blame on aspartame. And some of them felt helpless. Helpless in the sense of... Um, they don't know how to prove. She drafted a bill that would ban the additive in any food sold in Hawaii by the end of this year. I think it's great when we do extreme legislation because it rises the issue above and it gets all of our attention. Many doctors dispute the critics. Aspartame has been studied hundreds of times and nothing has ever been shown oh. to be uh, a detriment with aspartame It's perfectly safe the u.s food and drug administration backs that position and some doctors warn people to be wary about some websites the internet does not guarantee that its sources are all scientific if the ban were to pass stores and consumers would have some big changes ahead oh we would, we would shut down things, you know. Uh, it's very difficult to look into all the products that aspartame uh, is contained in. More than just an inconvenience, it would be, it would shut down economy. In just a few days <laughs> since the bill was introduced, it's already generating a lot of talk. And if nothing else, this lawmaker is glad it's got people thinking about their health. We as a people have to make our own choices, but, you know, we should know exactly what we're putting into our bodies. 
Now the measure has passed first reading and has been referred to the committees in the House and Senate. Gina Mangieri, KHON 2 News. Don't you just love when a doctor gives his medical opinion and then starts talking about how things are going to affect the economy and yeah. oh it's going to shut the economy down we cannot po yeah so if there was so and again let, let's go hypothetical which i always love to do so let's say hypothetically diet soda and all of the gums and and candies that aspartame is in let's say for example just you know for play let's say it was poisonous does that mean that we can't take it off the shelf because it's going to affect the economy what are you trying to say? Nevertheless, the well, hey, man, we've we've we have a uh, video clips out there where people are honestly saying that it's good mm -hmm. that China poisons yeah. that puts they put lead in their uh, in their toy paint and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and it's good for our economy. So we should deal with it. Yeah, that's true. That, you're right, Ben. You're right. There was a report. So we should be thankful. We should be <laughs> thankful for China because they are poisoning our our stuff. You oh, know, and if, and if they didn't have poison out there in their stuff, then then yeah. we would cost a lot more for yeah the you know government because yeah. government you don't get that stupid little bunny that sings like ho ho ho. You know, Santa's coming to town during Christmas. God forbid we don't have those little trinkets. Yeah. Dr. Kalani Brady is the name of that doctor, in case anybody's worried. K-A-L-A-N-I. But uh, and I don't I have his phone number here. Well, <laughs> we well, give it out? I don't know if we should give it out. But nevertheless, he... Well, I don't know. Why not? Why shouldn't we, we give, give it out? It? I don't no. care. Like, I, How do I care? <laughs> I mean, Go ahead. Give it out. If anyone wants to give him a call, uh, his office is in Hawaii. So I, I'd suggest you look up the times. Get of, a phone card. Here's a person that's saying aspartame it's, is perfectly safe. And, and you know... I mean, well, well, hold on a second, Ben. What, I don't. I want to. I want to be really careful about this because this is the kind of stuff that you hear. And if you ever watched the "Thank You for for Smoking" the documentary or documentary movie, whatever, the language that that gets used with the FDA and, and situations like this is. Blah, blah, blah product, there's been no evidence linking blah to blah. Okay, so for example, cell phones. There's no evidence linking cell phones to brain tumors. Doesn't mean that they don't cause it, but they use very specific language. Um, and that's a lot of like lobbyist type talk. But evidence is a clear word. I mean, well, but every, evidence is is a is a clear substance thing. I mean, you have evidence right in front of you, don't you? I do have evidence in front of me, and I'm I'm no expert. But folks, don't take my word. Who cares what I say? Aspartame. Check it out uh, for yourselves if you want. I, I I watched one documentary called Sweet Misery, which you can find on the internet on Google. Do the research. But I mean, there's hundreds hundreds of stories. Yeah, I go back Atlanta, April 12, 2005. FDA studies show aspartame link to brain tumors, and it's a long article, and I'll read one paragraph. Since its 1981 approval, the FDA has published a list of 92 symptoms of aspartame poisoning, which includes headaches, vision loss, including blindness, seizures, neurological problems, cardiovascular problems, and death. The FDA admits adverse reactions to aspartame uh, comprise about 80% of consumer complaints it receives each year. Now, I have a whole, I have, Ben, I have four other pages of, of, of stuff. CPI urges consumers to avoid aspartame, June 25, 2007. Yeah. Um, update. Uh, April 29th, 07, does a new study that shows alterations on genes and various organs on animals occur when any amount of aspartame is ingested. Apparently, Ben, I was doing some research, and I did look into this about two and a half years ago, but apparently the lab rats were dropping dead. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. FDA specifically told researchers and the you know, people that come out with the studies to not, not talk about it, of course. The effect of aspartame administration on um, the suppressor gene expressions. So this, this, I mean, this, listen, if, if, if there are lab rats who die because of this stuff, then it, it's a problem. It's an obvious problem. I mean, it's. I mean, they want to come in here and they want to kill they us. They do, and it's 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 obvious. You know, if you're a living being and this is affecting you in a way, we're also living beings. We're affected in this exact same way. We're sharing the uh, the planet with these with these animals, and you know. But we're coming on a break, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
On September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Paul's. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule or call 512-775-3737. Uncover the Truth with Catherine Albright, live from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., Monday to Friday, right here on We the People Radio Network. Heated here at the Animal Farm. <laughs> ben Miller, I am your host, Tony Pax, and we are with Pyeth, of course, the beloved Pyeth. We, uh, I just wanted to finish Hello. up with this point. Uh, we just played the report about how Hawaii, the state of Hawaii, is now thinking about banning aspartame. And they're going through the steps, and maybe, possibly, may come out. But I did want to talk a that couple more. Great. The doctor, one of the doctors, uh, Kalani Brady, Doctor Kalani Brady, was saying, "Oh, you know, the FDA has never found any studies wrong with the, with the substance." Blah blah blah. And again, they use that certain language that we all love. There's no link to uh, from aspartame to anything. But nevertheless, there's so many studies, folks. And I would just encourage you all to go out there if you want to watch Sweet Misery upon many other documentaries. That's a good start. But just, you know, just Google it and see what you can find. And then, you know, and test the sources. Not everything off the Internet is true, obviously. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple more headlines that I just dug up. On April 17, 2007, Britain's third largest supermarket removes aspartame. You can check all these out for yourself. The same exact day, a new study by the Ramazzini Institute confirms aspartame is carcinogenic. Mm. So, I mean, Ben, you know, I don't know doesn't seem right to me and if you read deep into aspartame and how it came to be the word the name donald rumsfeld will come up i don't it's not my fault i didn't cause this but people look at me like you're absolutely crazy and you're a conspiracy nut fine call me that and prove and please prove me wrong 888-202-1984 if you want to talk about it uh give us a ring we got a lot of topics we're going to jump around but folks i mean this is what's going on yeah well i mean donald rumsfeld's Rumsfeld ends up coming up in a lot of different conversations. Oh, boy. My goodness. He is one of the most evil people in this country mm-hmm. right now. I would have um, to agree. He actually just came out recently and, and had stated he came out of hiding recently <laughs> because he had just uh, you know retired not too long ago, and he came out of hiding recently and had said that he feels that the United States government needs a propaganda arm. And then they need to another one. <laughs> yes, they need to centralize all their other control of the media and all the information. They need to have it all in one place, one pretty little package for the American people. What a what a brilliant. <laughs> man. Thanks, Don. Listen, Don. You know you're absolutely right. We need more propaganda in this country. We only have five propaganda news networks that are <laughs> mainstream across the world that are shoveling crap <laughs> into people's minds. I mean, it's it's, it's nuts. Oh. I mean, here's. I have this article right here, Switching Gears, but not really. He is a mainstream uh, uh, radio talk show host, Mark Larson, 
and he basically has Mitt Romney on his show. This is a great yeah, interview. Yeah, <laughs> and he and he flips out at Mitt Romney, and he uh, and he ends up going towards Ron Paul. It's a, it's a really great clip. It's You're a, talking about economics, Ben, and it's, it's such a long interview, and I, the rant at the end is priceless. Yes. It's better than any rant that I could ever come up because with. Because it really encapsulates what everybody feels about, about things. You know, yeah. Everybody that's voting for Ron Paul right now says, damn the consequences. <laughs> I don't care about it. I'm, I'm voting for this guy, and I don't care what... What the hell the rest of the country is voting for? I'm not yeah. a lemming. I'm not a sheep. I'm not going to jump off the cliff with the rest of them. It's the right choice. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, damn the consequences. Thank you, George. George. <laughs> and, the, and they basically say, screw this. I'm voting for Ron Paul. So, so here's a clip. Very, very interesting. Starting about halfway. So, to have a military that can protect us, and we have to care for our seniors. And we, uh, I want to cut back on spending, but I, but I'm not planning on cutting back to a one percent tax. Oh, rate. You, you call Cato and check it out. <laughs> okay, Don't Mark. laugh, Mitt. You're laughing at Ron Paul too, and you know he's I right. I sure am laughing at Ron Paul. I got to tell you, anybody who says we got to get rid of the CIA and the FBI, and that the reason that we're attacked by jihadists is because of of us, is a guy who deserves a, a little bit of humor to, to come his way. Keep keep laughing. Thanks, right. so, Mitt. Talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Right there, he just lost my vote, Dan. He just lost my vote. He, uh, he quoted uh, Ron Paul out of school. He's chuckling about it. It's not funny. It is absolutely not funny. I got 4,000 dead soldiers, American soldiers, because of Iraq, which was ill-conceived. The premise was wrong. They lied. I got 4,000 dead soldiers. I got over 20,000 injured coming back. I got a trillion dollars blown on that debacle, and he's laughing about it. You just lost my vote, Governor. You just lost it. And you notice when I put the pressure on, he had to run, just like Jon Snow did. Folks, you're going to have an income tax until you croak. You can buy all the Bortz books you want. It's going to be there because of a-holes like Mitt Romney. Done. Let's get Amen. to the news. Amen. Absolutely. 748 News Talk AM. Yep, yep. I, I would suggest people go check out the whole rant, because it really is the network of radio. And I'm talking about the rant and the movie network, of course. It, it's well said, and I, I want to actually use it for bumper material if we can in the future. It's just so well done. Well, he goes into the fact that, you know, all, all the candidates are the same. You know, Clinton is the same. Obama's the same. McCain's the same. I mean, these people are all on the same team, all going out there to screw you, to tax the hell out of your life, to take away 30% of your paycheck and spend it on foreign wars. And yeah, and, well, and a load of garbage. And a lot of that clip that we didn't play, the earlier parts, uh, they were talking about, uh, the quote was from Ron Paul saying, take away the Social Security tax. And then there was a couple of ideas that the host there had from it, Ronnie. Just, you know, just just shrug them off. Oh, you know, come on. We, we need to have a war. You know, we need to have a military. That's the most important thing. And yeah. it's just amazing, folks. I mean, but, look. But that's how arrogant they are. That's what I'm saying. They're, They're so arrogant. Radio, yeah. They start laughing at your ideas. You're like, hey, great. I got this great idea. It's awesome. It'll save the American yeah. people this so much money. It'll stimulate the economy. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry about it, son. You don't know what the hell you're doing. I'm the man. And their first response is, well, what about the military? Because that's obviously the most important thing, you know, military. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it just, it's come to ridiculous lengths now, and it just shows you how, how much they think of you or how little they think of you. They think that we're just stupid sheep, and some of us, unfortunately, are. But nevertheless, Ben, I mean, it... it, it I shall have to hurt you. There you go. <laughs> oh my word! I, as I'm saying, Ben, the last couple of days, I've just I've just sat here and I've just kind of it's almost like a headache, but it's not. You know, I just don't know what to do next. We've jumped around show after show, and we talk about so many issues, and we could probably spend weeks just talking about one and trying to get guests on and explain and experts mm -hmm. and everywhere you look. Um, 
there are these things. But uh, where can people find that full clip? And first of all, because I think it's really important for everybody to go check out the attitude of Mitt Romney. And I think it's important to hear that he he tries to to buck out once the the heat comes on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could you could go to YouTube. You could type Mark Larson, Ron Paul, or um, you could go to PrisonPlanet.com. It's on the front page there. Um, or you can do uh, 1040 AM, uh, Ron Paul, and uh, you'll 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 find the video for it. I mean, it's a it's a great rant, and it's he's he's he hit the nail on the head. He said these people don't give a crap about you. Mitt Romney already has his millions. He doesn't care how much you get taxed. Oh yeah. The guy lives in a mansion. He doesn't care. So of course he's gonna laugh. Right. You know. It's amazing. And just the oh, arrogance. Oh no! We're all doomed. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but just just to just to talk a little bit more about our our friend Mitt Romney, I'm not sure if you even heard about this Ben, but he was in one of the I believe it was one of the Fox debates, and it was asked the question about Ronald Reagan in regards to what would you do? Would you do what Ronald Reagan did at the time? <laughs> and there was that whisper. There was a strange whisper that I don't know how got broadcasted. I have no idea who it was, and I won't even speculate. But it is worth just listening to just for fun. Just check it out. I'll play it a couple times. Governor Romney, you are a big fan of Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Will you do for Social Security what Ronald Reagan did in 1983? I'm not going to raise taxes. What I- did you catch it? Did you hear it, Ben? Play it again. Ronald Reagan did in 1983. Did in 1983. The voice saying raise taxes, hmm. as if it was someone giving him the answer to what Ronald Reagan did, just so he didn't have to ask the question. Yeah. I don't know what this means, but I just found it, and I, I listened to it, and it was really, really funny. But I'll play it one more time. Will you do for Social Security what Ronald Reagan did in 1983? I'm not going to raise taxes. What I'm going to do... Well, Ronald Reagan raised the payroll tax, mm-hmm. and he also raised the retirement age, mm-hmm. and he well, saved... So- I mean, yeah. I, you, you know, you can you can say that he was wearing a bug, you can't say that, but at the same time, there are how many people are miked in that place, and, you know, how many... How many People are maybe trying to, to show off to somebody that's next to him, saying he raised taxes. Yeah, you know, I mean it's. I don't know what I, I just thought it was interesting. I'm not trying to even make a, a point here. I just yeah, it was. So well, I mean it was, it's it's funny. It's you know he he says it right after it happens. You know, yeah. and it's 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 interesting. I can't you know? believe it. I just don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, my goodness, folks, we need uh we need your help. We need a lot of help. Uh, say your prayers because we we really need to get on the ball here. We need to start. Encouraging change and getting the word out. So uh, we will be right back. For the good Lord, protect America. We sure will. We'll be right back on the Animal Farm. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at www.animalfarmshow.com. All right, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show. Me, the people. We are back. So, just to yeah, just to draw some more comparisons between America and Nazi Germany, which seems to piss a lot of people off when I do that or say that. But I'm gonna back it up with some real articles. You shouldn't. You shouldn't uh, preface it as that. You should preface it as con- comparing tyranny to tyranny. Okay, because yeah. that's what it is. Oh, you know, listen, it, it is what it is. Mom threatened. Mom threatened with jail for teaching kids at home. Out of World Net Daily, which is a great website, I suggest everybody check it out. A homeschooling mom in Utah has been ordered by a judge to enroll her children in public school district within 24 hours and have them in class tomorrow. 
all because of paperwork, uh, an actual glitch of paperwork that very well could be the fault of the district. Mm. It's kind of strange. The mother, Denise Maffey, told WorldNet Daily that she already has enrolled her children in the district under the threat from Judge Scott Johansson, who serves the juvenile division of the state's 7th Judicial District, that he would order her children taken away from her. Oh, my Gosh. As WorldNet Daily had reported previously, yes. As WorldNet Daily had reported previously, such threats are becoming more and more common in Germany, but that nation still lives by a Nazi-era law that makes homeschooling illegal. Christ. Well, you heard it here first. No <laughs> Mafi told WorldNet Daily that not, not only is homeschooling legal in Utah, she's been at it for nearly a decade, which is, of course, understandable. So what's the problem here? It seems that an affidavit she faxed to the local school district for the 2006-2007 school year documenting her homeschooling plans was lost by the district. So when she went to court with her juvenile son to have the charges dismissed under a case held in, uh, in this particular procedure, stemming from clash among children, she suddenly was presented with four counts against her for failing to comply with the state's compulsory education requirement, Ben. This is illegal, you know. <laughs> sure is. Unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's completely nuts. Yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on yeah. nowadays. Uh, Who do these people think that they are? Well, apparently they think that they are. Well, apparently, Ben, and that's, I'm glad you even asked that question, because apparently the article goes on. I think there's a quote somewhere. I'll try to dig it up. But there's uh, there's something in this article where the, the woman, Maffey, the, the mother, she speaks about the judge. She says, this is all because the school district says they never received my 2006-2007 homeschool affidavit. I have a copy of the signed affidavit right here. I've already received my exemption. And she says something about the judge. Yeah, here it is. The judge is very anti-homeschooling, stated last week, that homeschool was a failure. I am a total nervous wreck, she said. So apparently there's some kind of negative vibe from the judge about homeschooling, which I can't understand, considering how bad education is failing in this country in so many ways. Uh, it's just... Now, I've gotten word that a child is using his imagination. I've come to put a stop to it. <laughs> well, that's what they want to do. I mean, yeah. they want to quell the imagination. They want to quell the learning process. Mm-hmm. They want to take uh, children away from their parents. I mean, that's it's plain as day, and that's... These control freaks, man. I mean, they are they are ruining this country. These these judges out there, man. And it's not even just judges. It's just there's it's like this this disgusting breed of people that are rising rising to the top. You know that that are really think that they could grab the reins of power and be able to tell parents what to do and to be able to tell you, you know, you have to bring your kid to the school. You have to sign up for this or or we're literally yeah. going to kidnap your children from you. Yeah, I mean, how you know. scummy does that get? Yeah, the bottom line with me. How far uh, have, we, have we come? I don't know, Ben. I mean, I've only been here for 26 years, but the, <laughs> the bottom line for me is that it's a short amount of time. I mean, yeah. well, it's, yeah, I mean, accelerating, but, you know, I think it's obvious. To me, it's, it's the bottom line is that if you want to homeschool your child, your children, uh, you should have every single right to do so in your own way. That's your child. That's not the state's child. Yeah, if you think the public schools this are crappy, this is sick. Then, then homeschool. Even if child. you don't, Ben, even if you don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of things that go on in school that I may not want my child to be exposed to. And I'm just speaking hypothetically. I don't have a child, but um, yeah, if I want to have that that opportunity, then it sh- that should be my right. In Germany, fine. There were different laws, and that's fine. But this is not Germany. This is America. And when you make that comparison, use that article, folks, because that's a pretty powerful one. But there's so many more articles. You want to just start ranting them off there, Ben? Yeah. Yeah. I, do. <laughs> I have a, I have another article from uh, GNN.TV. Pioneering Blackwater protesters given secret trial and criminal conviction. Protesters who reenacted one of Blackwater's worst civilian massacres in Iraq got jail time while the real killers remained free. What? Last week in Karatek, 
County, New uh, North Carolina Superior uh, Court Judge Russell Duke presided over the final steps in securing the first criminal conviction stemming from the deadly actions of Blackwater Worldwide, the Bush administration's favorite mercenary company. Lest you think you missed some earth-shifting breaking news, hold on a moment. The criminals in question were not the armed thugs who gunned down 17 Iraqi civilians and wounded more than 20 others in Baghdad Square last September. They were seven nonviolent activists who had, who had the audacity to stage a demonstration at the gates of Blackwater's 7,000-acre private military base in North Carolina to protest the actions of mercenaries acting with impunity. So... Yeah. Once again, being an activist, completely criminal. Come on, man. We got to we get, we got to spread freedom uh, in the Middle East. Yeah, we got to we have to kill our enemies over in the Middle East because they're going to come into our country and they're going to they're going to blow us up because we're free. But we got to keep the border open because we have to protect the country. <laughs> and we have to, you know, we have to now we have to attack Iran because they've been needling us for 20 years. And doesn't make a whole lot of Run sense. Run that by me again. They, they, come on, it's, it's, it's common sense. I mean, these, you know, Iran might have weapons one day. We have to nuke them. I mean, why can't you figure this out? <laughs> this is common sense. People? Oh my God, I'm ashamed. That's crazy. Another article right. right here: billions missing God. from U.S. Indian trust fund. Great. If this happened in Social Security, I tell you there would be a war. In his testament before Congress, uh, John Echohawk, director of Native American Rights Fund, called it yet another serious and continuing breach in a long history of dishonorable treatment of Indian tribes and individual Indians by the United States government. Billions missing from the Indian tribes. Whoops. Yeah. And while all this stuff is going on, all this corruption, uh, we're, uh, we are coming up against a break, but there was a soldier that was denied a license when he came back from serving after seven years, so we'll get into that, too. Okay. So much contrast in the news. Isn't it great? Animal Farm Radio Show, Ben and Pies. I'm going to go vomit. I'll be right back. It's progressing. It's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives. We are entering martial law. Clearly, America has all the signs. There is no time like the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an Infobomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to survivemartiallaw.com. That's survivemartiallaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community.
Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Ron Paul is here. The freedom message waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. All right, folks, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show. I feel better. I don't feel uh, sick to my stomach as of right now. Hopefully uh, that'll continue. Ben Miller, my co-host, and now Pyeth. Like always, Pyeth. Um, I want to take this call. Nancy in Texas, you're on the air. Go ahead. How are you guys tonight? Good, Nancy. How are you? Good. I've been listening to your show this evening. I just got done with the our debate watching party downtown and at um, for Ron Paul meetup here in Austin. Mm-hmm. And you guys are Thank you. getting. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, you guys are talking about getting frustrated, and what do you do next? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, the things that we are hearing are working is canvassing. Everybody's got to get out and canvass their precincts. Nancy, explain what canvassing is. Yeah, please. Canvassing is when you go door to door in your precinct and you find out who is a Ron Paul supporter and who's not. And what you want to do is you want to identify those people who are Ron Paul supporters or undecided, and you want to get their information. And the people that are undecided, you say, you give them some literature, you say, hey, here, check this out. If you have any questions, call me and give them your phone number. And then the day the primary comes, you call them up and you say, hey, it's primary day, go vote. Have you voted yet? Go to the precinct convention. Um, but what they're finding, this is true in um, Florida, the precincts that Ron Paul came in second were the ones that were actually canvassed. Really? And oh, wow. Absolutely. Plus, you want to keep in mind, you know, not all can, not all precincts are canvassable. I mean, if you're in a flat area, the houses are all close together, perfect place to go canvass. Mm, yeah. Nancy, and, besides, besides the Internet and besides, uh, you know, YouTube and how powerful that's been for Ron Paul, what other things do you give to people who are undecided or just don't know about Ron Paul to, you know, to just inform them? What are pamphlets or is, what, what do you, what do you uh, usually give out? You can do all kinds of things. You can give the Slim Jims, the push cards. Um, mm-hmm. I, what I did in my precinct, I'm running for precinct chair, is I wrote just a really brief letter introducing myself saying I'm running for precinct chair, I'm your neighbor, 
please check out Ron Paul. If the, nobody answers the door, this is what you leave for them. You, know, right. you leave them the website, ronpaul2008.com. You can leave them the website, knowbeforeyouvote.com. That's an excellent website. Um, but give them information and give them a way to contact. Well, Nancy, okay, you're on the ground over there. You're, you're, you know, pushing, pushing for Ron Paul. Do you find that most, that most of the people don't know about him? And when they do find out about him, do you find that they, they definitely vote for him? Or is that the case? Um, you're going to find kind of a mixture. You're going to find a lot of people that haven't heard about him. Obviously, the media doesn't want to talk about him. And when they do, they try to say he's crazy. Mm hmm Sure. Um, so you don't want to spend time converting people because the time for converting them is past. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Very good point. Yes. You want to find out who it is that you need to call to go vote and remind to go vote. Like you're not, you don't want to call a Hillary supporter to go vote for Hillary. You know, you want sure. to call Ron Paul supporters. Um, and one of the best things that you can do is you can go to ronpaul2008.com and you can sign up as a precinct leader. And that will get you a map of your precincts. It will get you names and phone numbers of people who have voted in the past. Um, you can go to the county websites, um, like obviously we're here in Travis County. Um, you can go to the Travis County website and get who voted for who. Like you can get the election results for um, two years ago. Who voted for Perry? How many people in your precincts voted for Perry? How many voted for Kinky Friedman? You know, who voted for who? And those are the people you want to start targeting. Absolutely, yeah. And if and if you would be comfortable, Nancy, if you could send us some of the the materials that you've drafted and that you've created. I mean, the, the more the better. And we could even post it on our website. You can email us Ben, Tony, or Pyeth at animalfarmshow.com, and we'd be happy to put it up there. Because yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. The grassroots support is what made the Ron Paul campaign what it is. Not even his campaign manager could even take credit for half the stuff. And on top of that, you know, we've become a nation of TV watchers. Just go take a walk after seven o'clock at night, and all you see are these rooms lit up with the blue flicker of the television set. We don't talk to our neighbors. We don't go down to the street anymore because now it's just television, television, television. It's movies, it's sports, and we, we've, we, you know, we've excluded ourselves from our neighbors. I totally agree. I turned off my TV three months ago, and it's been fantastic. I, absolutely. When I, I tell you, I tell a lot of people too, Nancy. Uh, when I was in college, you know, I didn't even have a TV in the dorm room, and it was one of the greatest, uh, greatest times of my life. Now I'm a hypocrite, Ben, because you're looking across my room and you see a 58-inch TLP. <laughs> but I just watch hockey on it. I swear, you know. I know. To be honest, I'm really not a big. Go ahead, Nancy. Wait a minute. I, I have a 55-inch TV, so okay, I, I really good. can't talk. But I watch movies on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. And, and you're listen. You're fine in my book. I, I love I love movies and sports, and I refuse to watch anything other than that um but no all, all good points and uh thanks so much for the call nancy and please Thank do you. do email us some material because we you know like we always say folks we need the help we're just trying to give you uh the crazy stuff that goes on in your own country in your backyard and we give you our you know our opinions on them sure and pious rhetoric and, and craziness but uh, you know we're not getting and, anything uh, done if we don't get your help it is a uh, i think it's a i think it is I, uh, the elections, um, <laughs> and of I course, like fish. <laughs> you, I'm sure you do, George, and we give you a lot of bushisms. And, uh, and once again, thanks for the call. And, you know, Ben, I mean, any other points on that? I mean, the bottom line is there, there's, we need to act, we need to talk to one another, we need to try to get the word out. And just one more point there that I wanted to bring up that Nancy said, uh, don't bother with people, don't bother converting people. And I think it's not just relevant when we talk about, uh, Ron Paul and campaign and oh you got to check out this guy. Yeah. You got to be really careful who you tell people and how you tell people. Oh check out Ron Paul. 
he's the man. But I think it's also applicable in any other part of anything, anything even outside of the world of politics, where you can't measure something with a number, yeah. with stats. Um, you have to be really careful. And there was a show on GCN. It wasn't on for too long. It was called The French Connection. And uh, the host was Daryl Bradford Smith. Now, I'm not sure if you listen to the show, if you like the show or not, but he did say something that really hit home with me uh, about 2004. And he was saying you know, that same point. He was saying, look, if you come up to someone and you talk to them and they don't want to hear it, just move on. Don't waste your, don't get angry. Don't waste your breath because there's, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of more people that will listen. Yeah. It's a good uh-huh. point. Absolutely. Talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's a, that's a big attitude of people out there. Oh, I mean, it is. It, it really is. You can talk to people out there and they think, they'll honestly think you're talking to them about politics. You're saying, hey, I'm very concerned with the world and the state that it's in and, and I'm very concerned with these wars and, you know, a lot of people dying out there and I, you know, I, I want to. You liberal. To, Yes, I want to try to talk to you, and they say you liberal, you, you, you <laughs> conspiracy theorist, you know, or they think that you're uh, you're trying to show off to them, or, or shut up, belittling them, or making them <laughs> them look stupid, and that's honest to God the way that people react to out there. So, I mean, my my advice to people out there, if you're talking to anybody that really doesn't understand this stuff big time, give them the common sense type of feeling out there. You know, how does it how does it feel when you get pulled over by a police officer? Does it yeah. feel good or does it feel bad? You know, if it feels bad, then there's maybe something wrong, and yeah. that's a very common thing, and that's something that maybe can plant the seed out there so the next time they get pulled over a cop by a cop they ask themselves hey man you know i was just speeding or maybe i wasn't doing anything at all and i got yeah. pulled over by this cop and now i'm scared is that right or is it wrong yeah and I, that's the question they have to ask themselves and that's what's going to get people to wake I'm a up cop, sure. and it, it also obviously it varies from person to person and that's an understatement and we're probably the last people that need to tell you this stuff but yeah i mean you know you got to just kind of feel out the person and their beliefs and just and just try to give them information and one of the things that i find is a Effective, Ben. Like, I always try to do it in the show too, because I'm no expert here. Uh, but I always try to say, listen, don't believe me. Yeah. In fact, I think it's better that you don't believe me and you prove me wrong. And in fact, once you have proved me wrong, call me up. Here's my number. Let me know because I want to find out. Um, there's a lot of news we still have to go over, Ben. Maybe I can run through this. The House OK's 15-day terror surveillance law extension, uh, uh-huh. Associated Press. The House on Tuesday gave two more weeks of life to a law that allows government more freedom to eavesdrop on suspected terrorists inside the United States and attempt to by the logjam Senate time to pass a bill to replace it. The Senate is also considering extending the surveillance law Congress hastily adopted last August when the White House warned of dangerous gaps in its surveillance authority. Civil, uh, civil rights and privacy advocates say the broadly written law allows the government to eavesdrop in on innocent Americans without oversight from a court created for that purpose. And the law expires on February 1st, for all those you don't know. Uh, Senate Republican leaders reversed their opposition to extending the existing law on Tuesday, saying they would agree to an extension if the Senate can pass new surveillance legislation this week. So we got a lot more news when we come back. Folks, Animal Farm Radio Show, Ben Miller, Tony Pax, and of course the beloved Pyth. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Fear not, Muslim friends. We're here to find Karen. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. 
If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. It's progressing. It's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives. We are entering martial law. Clearly, America has all the signs. There is no time like the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an InfoBomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to SurviveMartialLaw.com. That's SurviveMartialLaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. Who is Ron Paul, the Republican candidate for president? Ron Paul served his country as a flight surgeon after the Cuban Missile Crisis. As a young doctor, Ron Paul worked nights in the emergency room of an inner city hospital, taking care of everyone, whether they could pay or not. As an OBGYN, Ron Paul delivered over 4,000 babies. Dr. Ron Paul knows our health care system needs real change, where patients and doctors are in charge, not big corporations or government bureaucrats. As a congressman for almost two decades, Ron Paul knows our Constitution is there to protect our freedom and limit government. He has never voted for a tax increase or an unbalanced budget. His record clearly shows he will cut taxes and stop runaway spending. People who know him call him the taxpayer's best friend. To learn more about this remarkable man, go to ronpaul2008.com. That's ronpaul2008.com. I'm Ron Paul, and I approve this message. This message brought to you by grassroots efforts to elect Ron Paul. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Folks, you're back. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on We the People Radio Network. Um, I love it. I love being on We the People. We get tons of calls. That's great. We've got it really tons of is. calls tonight, and it is called We the People for a reason. We're getting calls. We're getting IMs. People are loading up our IM screens with uh, with information. It's more than I could even handle, which is which is nuts. Um, and the calls are really great calls, but not to you know. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're very informative people, and we really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I have you guys this. having a killer time? <laughs> Are you having a killer time? I have this article right here. Um, Bush orders NSA to snoop on U.S. agencies. I couldn't believe this when I read it. So now, so now <laughs> the George White House. Thank you, George. <laughs> Thank you, George. Now the White House is ordering snooping on their own agencies to see who's a traitor and whatnot. Uh, it's, it's a very, very interesting. You're, not you're, 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 
Thank you, George. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> right, George. Just take, just take a sip of your beer, George. <laughs> Not content with spying on other countries, the NSA will now turn the U.S.'s own government agencies thanks to, a fre- thanks to a fresh directive from President George W. Under the new guidelines, the NSA George and other, other intelligence agencies can bore into the Internet networks of all their peers. The Bush administration pulled off this spy expansion by pointing to an increase in the number of cyber attacks directed against the U.S., possibly from foreign nations. The right. Office of Director of National Intelligence Intelligence will spearhead the effort around identifying the sources of these attacks, while the Department of Homeland Security and Pentagon will concentrate on retaliation. When I first read the, the headlines... facing in the United States is that we have to be right one time. I mean, 100% of the time. That's right, George. You, you always get it right the second time, don't you, George? And the, the thing has been, when I read the articles and I read the headlines, I was, you know, at first it sounded like, oh, okay, now the NSA is going to be spying... On the FBI and the yes. no, it, it, like you said, Ben, it's this uh, Bush signed this directive this month, which expands the intelligence community's role in monitoring internet traffic, actually to protect against the rising number of attacks on federal agencies. You know what, Ben? I got to say the truth. This is the kind of article that I almost don't want to know about. Yeah, it's like you know what? Take care of your business. I don't want to know that NSA now has to protect the government from getting tapped in from hackers. Yeah, take care of your business. These are the kind of things that I don't want to know about that maybe shouldn't be uh, on the news. But whatever. I mean, you know, call and let us know. And once again, folks, the number is 888-202-1984. I mean, again, Ben, there's so many articles. I want to go back. I want to touch a little more police. That, you know, we're kind of painting a picture, like kind of like Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah, some trees here, some, some leaves. Fluffy little clouds. And, and, you know, and we have to go back to some police state. Um, I, I was talking to a friend over the past week i actually went to canada then to play some music and really? someone yes someone had recommended that i check out democracy now i'm not sure what your views on democracy now is the website and it's actually like a tv station i've never really i, I knew about it i never really looked into it but there was an article which i can't really quote about what day it happened or who wrote it it was just kind of on their website but i'll read it because i think it's interesting mm-hmm. uh, 11 jailed for protesting at school of the americas again this is out of democracy now 11 human rights activists have been sentenced to federal prison for protesting at four Benning in Georgia, the site of the Western Hemisphere's Institute for Security Cooperation, formerly the School of the Americas. The 11 activists were convicted of trespassing during a protest last November when 25,000 protesters called for the training center to be shut down. The U.S. military uses the school to train Latin American soldiers in combat, counterinsurgency, and counter-narcotics. Frequently dubbed the School of the Assassins, critics say, the school graduates are responsible for some of the worst human rights abuses in Latin America. The activists were given sentences ranging from 30 to 90 days in federal prison then so wow. we get we get oh. one yeah we get one of those at least once a, a month and a couple every weeks you know the, the protesters and how they've been put into jail just, i love freedom just get a little tear in my eye. i really love freedom <laughs> oh well ben so um god i love freedom thank you i just i wanted it thank you just, <laughs> we had we had bush's uh state of the union uh speech the other night we um, did i i got through about one-fifth of it and my state of the my state of the union or state my speech to the nation, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> what are your comments, Ben, on it? Cause, well, I, I I don't really have any comments, uh, but I do have a word list here of uh, how many times he used oh, certain words. So I figured I'd, I'd give this a, a whirl and let people, you know, uh, interpret it whatever way they like. Uh, the the top number one word that that President Bush used was America, and he used it 65 times. The second one was Iraq, that he used 39 times. People, he used 29 times. Congress, he used 27 times. Nation, he used 24 times. 
Terror, he used 23 times. Mm, that's a low. That's an all-time low. And listen to that. This is an all-time low. And listen to this. Trust, he used 17 times. Yeah. He, oh, he was, wow. Yeah, a lot of his, yeah. We need to trust people with their money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And stop taking it away from us. You deserve to go where you're going, and I'm going to take you there. <laughs> well, I, I did want to play this. I mean, again, Ben, one of the things that really gets me angry, like so many things, but one of the really under-the-skin type uh, topics that we talk about is how our veterans are being abused in so many different ways. And this is not exactly dramatic, but a soldier returning from the Iraq War had a little trouble getting a driver's license. And with all the commotion going on about the Real ID Act oh. then, and what we were talking about with Mayor Ju uh, sorry, uh, Spitzer, Governor Spitzer of New York, about giving the idea of giving illegal immigrants driver's licenses. Yeah. I just want to play this clip just because. The open sky, the clean air, I love it. Ryan Gomez is glad to be home. Even though he spent the past seven years around the world serving his country, New Mexico is where he grew up and where he wants to return. I'm a resident of New Mexico. I pay my taxes here. But um, I don't have any bills or utilities here because I don't have a house here. His Oklahoma license, where he was once based, expired while he was serving a 15-month tour in Iraq. Monday afternoon, he tried to get a new license. And Ryan says he went prepared. This is a pile of all the documents saying who he is and where he spent the past seven documents. years. The state law requires proof of residence. So if that person is a resident of New Mexico, even though they're away at school or, or away in the military, they still qualify for a New Mexico driver's license. Ryan doesn't have a proof of residency because he's been overseas, so his license was denied. State MVD Director Ken Ortiz says the rules are so strict because your license is used for more than just driving privileges. When we issue a driver's license, we have to make absolutely sure that that person is who they represent to be. When Action News told Ortiz this military man's story, he agreed to waive the proof of residency requirement. Ryan already has plans of where he'll go first. Really just everywhere. I really want to go up to Sandia Peak. Yeah. I know mean, it's going to be cold right now, but I don't care. I love the view. Okay, seven years, seven-year term, and um, well, I think that story does have a happy ending. I think he, <laughs> everything was waived. I think now he did get his oh, driver, Leo. Thank God he for that. He still got a long, uh, uh, entire lung filled with the that. Yeah, let's just hope. Let's hope that that's all. That's not happening anymore. But hope doesn't do much these days. Yes, yeah, of course. Um, and and the big story, Ben, that I've I've I guess I've waited way too long to talk about. It's not really that big, but it's really terrible. Uh, FEMA covered up cancer risks to Katrina victims, and this is I talked about this earlier. We we touched upon it, but I have a couple of news clips, and I want to read just a quick blurb from this. Uh, once again, out of Salon.com, S-A-L-O-N.com, great site. Um, got some good articles that you don't find in the Fox and the CNNs. January 29th. Last summer, the Federal Emergency Management Agency was publicly shamed when lawmakers revealed to the agency to avoid lawsuits put off testing trailers used, in the house, uh, used, in, uh, used to ha house Hurricane Katrina victims, my apology, for formaldehyde, a toxic chemical. Now documents obtained by Salon show that FEMA also pressured scientists to water down a report on the health risks of formaldehyde. FEMA officials instructed the scientists to omit any references to cancer or other long-term health risks from exposure to formaldehyde in FEMA trailers. Now, to give you a little bit more information, there's a couple of things that happened and a couple of reports. I want to play a little bit of these. They survived a natural disaster, but are some Hurricane Katrina survivors now at risk from man-made dangers? 
We're keeping them honest. Our Sean Caleb is here with new information about a controversy over FEMA trailers. Now, this involves a little bit of a fight between FEMA and the CDC, I understand, Sean. How's that? Yes, Stacey. It actually gets a little more complex than that because it not only involves the CDC, but also a congressional oversight committee uh, that is responsible for seeing how FEMA has been taking care of people uh, down in the Gulf Coast area. Now, what it boils down to is a possibility of formaldehyde poisoning. Formaldehyde is an agent that is used to preserve wood. Now, basically, right after the travel trailers began moving to the Gulf Coast, FEMA became aware of concerns about high levels of formaldehyde. They immediately began going basically door-to-door -to, -door to the various trailers telling people uh, were they having any symptoms and to mitigate uh, any concerns about formaldehyde poisoning. Stacy, they were telling people to open the windows. But what we have now is a Congressional uh, Oversight Committee, the Committee on Science and Technology, basically saying that FEMA tried to get the CDC to either whitewash a report, downplay possible concerns, and specifically not do a study on the long-term effects of formaldehyde living in these travel trailers. Now, for FEMA says that's simply not the case. What they did, they asked an entity within the CDC to do a short-term study to find out, do we need to get people out of these trailers instantly? So that is how FEMA is defending itself, Stacey. But a lot of people say what this comes down to is just another glaring example of how poorly FEMA was prepared to handle the disaster down in the Gulf Coast region after Hurricane Katrina. What in God's name is going on here? <laughs> well said. I, I can't even tell you what's going on here, but all we know as, as a people, uh, especially since Katrina, of course, is that FEMA is a disaster of an organization that they need to be hanged immediately. I'm sorry. Yeah. Animal Farm Radio Show, we got more on the store when we come back. Uh, we shall return. Stay tuned. I Hi, my name's Don Wiskin, and for over seven years I've been telling people about Cardivite. Here's Dr. John Matson, a naturopathic doctor, and his views on Cardivite. I would like to thank you, Don, for making my job so much easier, because your products just make it so simple, right? To fool around with a lot of exotic things that don't work, we can just put them on Cardivite and things start to work almost right away. I've had dozens and dozens of patients with heart problems who have corrected them, and what it's doing, there's so much garlic in there that has a yeast-killing effect, that yeast is a big problem in the gut, pushes the liver heart, and also has metal chelating effect, and most of the other herbs in there find that strengthen the arteries, they help to neutralize free radicals. Your remedy is as close to what we do in our program as you can get as far as one supplement goes. It's working on the gut, it's working on the liver, it's working on the arteries. What more can you ask for? To learn more, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P dot com. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. 
To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. It's time to think outside the box with your host, Alex Anzuri, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central, every Saturday, right here on We the People Radio Network. All right, folks, we're back. You're listening to the Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. Call-in number to call in is 888-202-1984, or if you want to drop us an IM, it's uh, AOL Instant Messenger, screen name, Animal Farm Show, all one word. We were just talking about FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. We just scratched the surface on this uh, story, Ben. agencies of all time. Yeah. Well, the FEMA trailers, the, apparently now, because of the formaldehyde, which is put on wood to preserve it. We all know that, and for whatever reason, we can discuss. But uh, that is making people sick. But there's also more to the story that I do want to play, Ben, and I think you also have an article that we could talk about. But yeah. FEMA is, without, without a doubt, one of the worst organizations in this country oh, yeah. by far. Mm-hmm. Remember this? Miles of house trailers rushed to the Gulf after Hurricane Katrina. 120000 in all that cost FEMA $1.8 billion. The agency bought way too many. So FEMA unloaded 10,000 trailers at bargain rates, 40 cents on the dollar. So wait, back up. The trailers are going back to FEMA. Keeping them honest, we wondered, what's going on? Wanda Phillips in Purvis, Mississippi knows she and her husband bought one. We thought it was great. Smelled all new. That wasn't a new smell. Tests show high levels of formaldehyde, a solution used to preserve wood. The government now admits that formaldehyde could be at unacceptably high levels, basically poisoning people. So FEMA is offering to buy back all 10,000-plus trailers for the full price of the sale. We replace the tabletop, new cushions. FEMA won't pay those costs or reimburse travel expenses. Here's the deal. People have 60 days to return the trailers to giant lots like this one which FEMA rents at a cost to taxpayers of $860,000 a year. The lot also happens to be right across the street from Wanda Phillips. You can hear how hoarse I am. Apparently, the collection of trailers concentrated formaldehyde in the air. She's had tests done and has documents that show small levels of the toxin in the air. Keep in mind, FEMA tells its employees, because of the potential danger of formaldehyde, don't enter trailers when it's sunny. 
They're out of control. They're ungoverned. They're doing exactly what they want to do without a care in the world to what happens to the people. FEMA wouldn't talk on camera, but said all information pertaining to the buyback program and formaldehyde has been posted on its website. FEMA says more than 40,000 people are still living in trailers. People don't realize how, how agonized it's been and what all we've been through. Phillips is selling her trailer back, and that will solve one problem. But with thousands of others selling theirs as well, she expects another line of traffic in front of her home. As if these people did not have enough. As if they haven't gone through enough Man. pain and, and suffering and destruction. Uh, ben, take it. I'm sick. I'm, I'm really sick. I'm so pumped to be doing this show because yeah. I'm, I feel like blessed and privileged to be able to expose these bastards. These rat bastards. <laughs> rat bastards. The scum. This let me just, scum. Let me talk about FEMA. And I have a list of executive orders of things that, that this scumbag agency is allowed to do if the president uh, uh, declares a state of emergency, okay? Executive Order 10990 allows FEMA to take over all modes of transportation and control highways and seaports. Uh, 10995 allows them to seize control of all communication, which means they could probably kick in the door here and uh, and be able to uh, take over our, our radio show. Uh, and, uh, 10, <laughs> 10997 allows them to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and mineral. 10998 allows them to take over all food resources and farm. 1100 or 11,000 allows them to take over, mo allows them to mobilize civilians into work brigades under their supervision. Oh, that's nice. Bunch of scum, dirtbags. That's, uh, that's pleasant. 11,001 allows them to take over health, education, and welfare functions. 11,002 allows them to uh, operate a national registration for all persons. So eventually, just they have the they have the uh, ability to. Completely make all of us slaves. I'll tell you the truth, Ben. The only word I. People aren't patriots! They're not defending the republic! No, they're not. They're here overturning our country! Amen. Our precious nation! Yeah, yet, yet another ABC organization that not only needs to be shut down, but they need to be tried for treason. Oh, yeah. And I think the only word that I can come up with, especially since Katrina, to describe FEMA is homicidal. This is, these are not mistakes that FEMA's making. You look into the research, look, go back into Katrina, look at, um, the Broussard interview on Meet the Press. They were turning Walmart buses full of water back. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. They were found cutting communication lines. This is all real. You can you can do the research. Don't believe me. Oh yeah, no, no, don't believe don't believe us. Seriously, do not don't believe, believe us. me. And and you know there were there were issues where FEMA was trying to cut off power, and actual local sheriffs had to had to pay armed guards in front of the in front of the communications lines because the FEMA officials were trying to literally go in there and cut off power. I just got an IM from somebody here that said that their local sheriff was reprimanded for delivering ice to the city instead of letting it melt on trucks that FEMA ordered ordered to stay put. Yeah. And now that sheriff is a local hero. Exactly. I mean, these are not things, these are not mistakes. These are not things, oh, that was a mix-up of communications. This is homicide. This is treason against the United States of America and its people. These people, and, and this is this show is pretty much all about perspective. Yes, it's for you. It's for the listeners. For the people. This show is about perspective. We have kindergartners being handcuffed for behavior. We have illegal wiretapping on every device, phones, computers, and FEMA is committing acts of treason against people, the humans, the, the citizens of our country. And they're and nothing happens. And they don't even have a, they don't even have a spokesman. I mean, it just it, it comes they, to the point in your head. What are you gonna do about it? 
Well, now, I know. What are yeah. you going to do about it? You know, you know what to do. You have the information. Spread the information. Start talking to people out there on the street. If I did start what I yeah. to people, Start talking to the guy in the gas station that you're buying stuff from. You know, talk to your friends and family. Let them know what you're all about. Wear your heart on your sleeve. Let them know that this this is happening in this country and this is messed up. Besides, besides this radio show, besides the activist, you know, activism type stuff that I do around talking to people, if I ever followed my heart, then I'd be in jail before you can, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Oh my God! It, it's sick. And here you go. Microchips everywhere could mean total loss of privacy. Associated Press. Here's a vision of the not so distant future. Microchips with antennas will be embedded in virtually everything you buy, wear, drive, and read, allowing retailers and law enforcement to track consumer items and, by extension, consumers wherever they go from a distance. A seamless global network of electronic sniffers will scan radio tags in myriad public settings, identifying people and their tastes instantly so that customized ads live spam as they call it may be beamed at them in smart homes sensors built into walls floors and appliances will inventory possessions record eating habits monitor medicine cabinets all the while silently reporting data to marketers eager to peek into the occupants private lives mm. this is not science fiction these it even says in the article that corporations have already invested into these things. Already, microchips are tuning up in some computer printers, uh, turning up in uh, computer printers, car keys and tires, or in shampoo bottles and department store clothing tags. They're also in library books and uh, contactless payment cards, such as American Express, Express Blue, which actually I actually own, and, and Exxon Mobil Speed Pass. And they say right here, companies say the RFID tags improve supply chain efficiency. They cut theft. Oh, of course. Let's talk more about how this is going to protect us yeah. and guarantee that brand name products are authentic, not counterfeit. Oh, God forbid the retailer should lose money. At a store, RFID doorways can scan your purchases automatically as you leave. Then it'll save us time while we leave the store. Yeah, no. Oh, this is that not, makes it all better. I'm going to put this under the shelf. This is all better now. If, if it weren't for local activists and if it weren't for national activists out there, people like Catherine Albrecht that are fighting this head on, that are, that are literally launching campaigns at every step of the way, we would already have... RFID chips and everything. You know, in this jacket that I'm wearing right now, there would be an RFID chip sewed into it. In my shoes, there would be something in the air pocket. You know, I mean, this is this is bad. And if it weren't for local activists that are out there fighting it head head and nails, I mean, it, it just we we would be in a lot of trouble. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. glad that we at least have activists out there fighting, but we need more. We need we need people to understand what's going on. That there's a surveillance grid that's being locked in around us, and they yeah. want to trap us into a virtual prison where we can't, where we, where they know more information about ourselves than we know. Yeah, they just want to just want to find out what you're into. You know, there's going to be eventually it's just going to be live ads up on the screens because they know that oh, he's wearing the Levi jean and the RFID text that he bought it yesterday, yeah. and all of a sudden all these live spam ads, as if advertising is not ridiculously exposed already. You know, everywhere you friggin' look now, in every TV show, every sporting event, they got advertisements on boxers right now. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about the, the sport boxing. They're putting advertisements in video games. This is unbelievable. Everywhere. And if you think what Tony's talking about here is science fiction, go look it up. Go look it up and do the research. I don't care if you don't believe Again, me. Again, don't believe us. Good. Uh, I'm crazy. I'm a nutcase. Right. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. Go back to sleep. Yeah. And, and just remember, if you have nothing to hide, it's perfectly okay to give up all your freedoms because the government loves you. Mm. And they're going to take care of you. You, right? FEMA's gonna take care of you when there's an event. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's sick. It's just amazing. I, I, I even well, I almost when have people a... when people think that if you have nothing to hide, the government will take care of you. Anybody that has that thought in their mind, just know this: 
this has been documented recently. In the past century, 200 million people have died on account of governments. 200 million. Absolutely. I mean, think about that number. And throughout history, I'm the last person has to tell you this, but throughout history, we have been, uh, we've seen governments, tyrannical governments, time and time again, and it's happening here in our own beloved country, and people are still asleep. Get off your ass, folks. Get That's off your ass. Down to. Thanks yeah. for the calls, folks. Uh, ben Miller, Tony Pax, Pia, the Animal Farm, signing off. We'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Have a good week. The Bill of Rights protects every American's God-given right to keep and bear arms. Now that right is being seriously undermined as legally registered rifles are being confiscated in some parts of our country. If we're not careful, we may find ourselves with no right to own guns. And that's where Gun Owners of America comes in. Gun Owners of America is in Washington every day fighting for you to keep that right. Congressman Ron Paul has called GOA the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. You need to be part of this great grassroots group of activists who are keeping the heat on their members of Congress. Find out right now how you can join. Call 888-886-GUNS and get started receiving their fact-filled newsletters and action alerts. Call 888-886-GUNS or go to their webpage at gunowners.org and help make your voice heard in Washington. Make that call right now and call Gun Owners of America at 888-886-GUNS. Remember, it's not just about gun control, it's about control. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network.